0: It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Mad and Fatty podcast. Who names these weather systems? Like the Polar Vortex. Polar Vortex. It's got, it's got to be like some 12-year-old kid. Let's call it the Polar Vortex sounds awesome, scientists, because it comes from the pole, so it's polar, and it is a vortex. So when you combine the first word and the second word, polar vortex. What well, duh. One of the best things about having this cold weather is being able to say that cool word. Polar Vortex. It's a good one. It's a great word. It's an epic sounding term. I'm glad someone came up with that to describe the weather. Thanks, science. When I first heard Polar Vortex, it sounds like one of those rides that's at the carnival during Godrich Summerfest. And yeah, the, like the rip-off ride. There's sparks coming out of it. It squeaks a lot. You don't want to let your children on it, but it'll disappoint them. So you do, but you watch. Yeah. Polar Vortex coming to a fair near you. It sounds like a new Gatorade flavor. Polar Vortex, the best way to cool down after a marathon. I'm a Powerade guy. Polar Vortex, it sounds like it's Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus's anniversary and they're getting hot and heavy in the bedroom. Ho, 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 want to try the Polar Vortex, sweetheart? Uh Polar Vortex. Or a modification to Santa's sleigh, you know, the propulsion system used when it can't run on Christmas spirit anymore. It runs on the Polar Vortex. We better hit that Polar Vortex button. Sounds like a strain of weed. They probably grow at seven acres. It has to be. Tiverton, it's high in THC. It will mess you up Gives you that little brain freeze Or the next end of the world movie The Polar Vortex Fatty's really struggling with the Polar Vortex Vortex. Yeah Wow (laughs) Wow We're in a polar vortex. (laughs) We whipped up that sound effect fast. (laughs) (laughs) First, this polar vortex takes away your girlfriend. Yeah, she went to work up at the uh, weed factory up in (laughs) Tiverton. And the highway got shut down when she was up there. So she she hasn't been back all week. I've never met your girlfriend. I'm beginning to wonder if she even exists. She works at a weed plant. My girlfriend goes to a different school, which is why you haven't met her. And she's a model and she works at the weed factory. And And I can get free weed all the time. And we have sex like 40 times a day. I me, beer, too. Every time you're about to meet her, the road closes Yeah, for a week. Weeks at a time. No, she really wants to meet you, though. She's coming to prom, <laughs> I think. I think. Or maybe I'll just go to her prom. I don't know. She does kind of sound made up. She only comes out during a polar vortex. <laughs> She's made up for sure, dude. It's okay to not have a girlfriend. You don't have to make her up. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But then the the polar vortex claimed my car battery this morning. Yeah, yeah. Number two. Yeah. So there's two things: your girl and your car. My girl and my car. Uh, what else do I have? What's next? My whiskey. Closes down the LCBO. I'm effed. <laughs> I'm effed. Explodes. <laughs> polar <laughs> vortex. Oh, oh, oh. It is freezing here and in the east part of Canada. But out west, people are posting pictures of their flowers blooming. The daffodils are in full bloom. There's crocuses coming up. Yesterday was 7 degrees there, and they've had this nice warm spell. going to rise to 7 degrees today. Wow. We're about the same temperature as Mars. Yeah. (laughs) The moon. The moon. Yeah. But you were telling me you were out in B.C., And they were all complaining when it was 11 degrees. Well, remember the winter of 2014? It was one of those cold, cold Huron County winters. And I took a trip out west of Victoria, B.C. And it was 11 degrees above zero. There was some wet snow and people were like, this is miserable. (laughs) This This is terrible. It's so cold. And you're thinking, wow. I was like, this is a dream compared to the weather in Huron County. Where's the pool? B.C., though, that stands for best complainers. It sure does. Yeah. People think it's British Columbia. No, it's not. Mm Mm-mm. Best complainers. I used to work at a grocery store, and it was located right on the corner of 21 and 9, which would sometimes both be closed for an entire week. Meaning food trucks couldn't get to the store to deliver fresh produce. Impossible. Oh, but that didn't stop people from being a-holes. People would still come in three days into road closures and wonder why there were no bananas. And you have one customer whose face you can still see. I can still see her to this day. It was a lady, arms crossed, no bananas, unacceptable. Unacceptable. I'll never forget that face because I thought, how ignorant can you be? You know the road's been closed for three days straight. Do you think we beam bananas in magically from the tropics right into our back room? Wait, you don't do that? So have mercy on your retail staff. If they're out of something, there's nothing they can do about it. And they'll be talking about it on the radio years later don't be an a-hole crazy those things stick with you you wake up in the night cold sweats your wife's like what's wrong sweetie i don't have any banana oh it was the banana lady again haunts me to this day been hitting the bottle hard don't be the banana lady it is so cold out there that you trip over your dog poop instead of stepping in it. It just freezes. It's that cold. It's so cold in Ontario. Premier Doug Ford, he doesn't even have to grease his hair. He just wets it and steps outside. My friends. It's so cold. Nobody got any pictures of last night's sunset. It was that cold. Usually it's all over social media. I didn't see one picture of a sunset last night. It's so cold. Former Premier Kathleen Wynne needs two refrigerator boxes to sleep in to stay warm. Yeah, it's that cold. It's so cold. You put your wig on over top of your hoodie. Oh, well, that's cold. Well, you know you're getting old when your knees give you a more accurate weather forecast. You hear that with people when they have stiff joints or they've broken a bone before? They'll say, yeah, when it's raining, my knee hurts. Is this for real? It got me thinking. So weather people on the TV, they should, instead of a map behind them, just get a bunch of elderly people, line them up, yeah, and they'll predict the forecast. Like, according to Floyd's knee, we're going to get 5 to 10 centimeters of snow. But this just in, Bob's elbows predicting up to 15. Steve's ankle is calling for some wet snow. We'll keep you posted because Ethel's starting to feel something in her neck. Ethel's been accurate. This is a deep hurt for you. This comes up a lot. You with your name, and I asked you this morning: Did you ever go into a souvenir shop and actually find something with your name on it? Not one time. You know those personalized things that you got one time. Never. No, it never happened. And it would go Fabian, (laughs) Frederick, and then so on. Brandon and Jason, they always got that plush toy souvenir with their personal name on it. Where's Fatty's plush toy? You can get the mugs. Matthew is a pretty generic name, but you have eight brothers and sisters. Some of them have interesting names. Yeah. I could typically was the only kid in my family that could find my name. There's a Micah, not a very popular name. Montina. Yeah, just fine out Fine name, yeah. That name was just made up. My dad was looking at somebody with a Montana hat and thought, right. hey, why don't we call her Montatina? We'll just supplement the 1A. That sounds like a girl's name. With an I. But mm-hmm. I'm curious because... Your last name's Hussy. We were at a public school recently, (laughs) and somebody asked if you were a Hussy because your sister works at that school, I think. I know, and people sometimes yell this out in conversation Are you a Hussy? Hey, Hussy! Are you one of them Hussies? You a Hussy, boy? I'm like, like, not be so loud about it. If you don't know who I am, it sounds terrible. I sometimes forget your last name, and there was somebody who worked in the principal's office. They're like, Are you a Hussy? Yeah. I was like, That's an interesting question to ask. Happens all the time. I wonder if you could get a license plate that says hussy if the government would let you do that. Speaking of license plates, I was thinking that too. I bet they would turn down my application because there was a Ontario guy got his license plate turned down. It was his last name and he's not allowed to have it. We'll talk about that coming up next. Oh, it's unfortunate when you have a name like Hussie as your last name. I'll bet if I went to get one of them vanity plates, they'd probably turn it down. Like this week, they turned down a personalized plate. Guy's last name is Asman. It's a German name. Osman is how you pronounce it, but spelled A-S-S-M-A-N. He's an ass man. He's an ass man. Osman. Did it, did it, did it, did <laughs> it. Because they said it could be misread and cause offense. Well, of course. But if it's his last name... We went through this last year with Mr. Graber. Looks like Grabber. (laughs) Ooh. German name. I laughed and then I realized. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if that's your last name, let the guy have his plates. Come on. Let the hussies have their plates. I want my hussy plate. And there's a lot of hussies. Yeah. And you're all a bunch of hussies. (laughs) 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 Well, there's people with the last name Cox. Another plate that was rejected was a guy's name was Jack Goff. G-O-F-F. Oh. Jack Goff. Jack Goff. Goff. Yeah. You can do the math. But, I mean, if this is your name, come on. Uh, I realized, uh, I was looking through our playlist, Clint Black. Now, it doesn't sound like there would be a problem there, but put Clint Black on a license plate. The L in the I in Clint would kind of look like a U on a license plate. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, and it would kind of look like a bad word that we can't... I say a lot of really bad stuff on this station, but I can't say that word. So, Clinton Black. But if you read it on a license plate, you would chuckle. I would laugh. You'd chuckle. I'd I'd probably take a photo. Take a photo. Not while I'm driving, though. That's against the law, wink, wink. Yes. Yes. It's super sick Monday, and if you're thinking of calling in sick, I'm feeling sick today. Your manager knows yesterday was Super Bowl. They know why you're really calling. One too many quesadillas. So you might want to use this excuse. I was in a management position once. Dude, just tired, called in. Hey, man, uh, can't make it in. This was the first day, by the way. He was calling in sick first, on his first day. On his first day. And his excuse was, Oh, dude, man, I mean, we just got some sweet powder last night. Me and the boys were going to take our snowmobiles out and hit the trails. and I was just not going to make it into work today. The powder's just too good to give up, man. So he was excited at a just note and he could go snowmobiling. Seriously. So he called in sick on his first day. Did you end up hiring him? Fired right there on the phone. Nice. Don't bother coming in ever again. To be fair, I remember that day. There was some sweet powder that day. That was you? Yeah. Oh, the powder was sweet. I suppose that's as good an excuse as I drank too much watching the Super Bowl game. I drank too much and ate too much watching Tom Brady yeah. not score any touchdowns. <laughs> They're calling it one of the most boring Super Bowls, including the halftime show, I must say. Maroon 5 was the halftime performance. If you missed it, a guy, lead singer, Adam Levine. Good looking dude. After every song, oops, I just lost another layer of clothing. Oops, my shirt fell off. Now I'm down to my tank top, which looks like the pillow on my couch. Switching up guitars. Oops, my pants fell off now. Oops, oh, now my bulging muscles are being shown. You are upset not because Adam Levine is better looking than you, which he is, but you are upset about the nipple scandal. Yeah. 2004, uh, the Justin Timberlake-Janet Jackson halftime performance, a wardrobe malfunction. We saw Janet Jackson's nipple, Adam Levine, both nipples in full display. Seriously, though, why was that such a big scandal? Adam Levine gets out there and basically puts on a strip show. So if you have enough tattoos, does that count as a shirt? I don't mind taking all my clothes off look at my nipple stop looking at my guitar the agricultural producers oh they're upset with Bud Light breaking up with Bud Light did you see this commercial during the Super Bowl they wanted to tell everyone that they don't brew their beer with corn syrup um my king this corn syrup was just delivered that's not ours we don't brew Bud Light with corn syrup Miller Lite uses corn syrup. Let us take it to them at once. (laughs) Clever, but forgot that farmers like to drink beer. And farmers also grow corn. (laughs) (laughs) So the National Corn Twitter said this, America's corn farmers are disappointed in you. Why do you think corn growers talk like that? I just pictured a cob of corn and I started talking like it. Disappointed that Bud Light chose to denigrate corn. That's a big word. Oh, big word. That's three syllables. Please leave us out of the beer wars... I'll be buying Coors Light and Miller Light from now on. Kids, gather round. Let me tell you both the corn wars of Art 19. But you can't alienate farmers. You can't separate the farmers from the corn they grow in the No, beer. it's like asking Godrich to break up with cream puffs. It's like asking Nile Road to break up with the beer cans at the side of the road. I know. Yeah, you just can't do that. That was a dumb marketing move. There's a burger joint called Pablo burgers Ha, ah, Colombian drug lord. Not a good dude. So they're serving a new burger with a line of white powder on top and a rolled fake dollar bill. And they're getting some backlash for this because you shouldn't glorify drugs. I'm offended by this burger at a restaurant I've never been to that probably tastes okay and I'll never go there, but I'm still offended. Just eat the damn burger. It's actually just garlic powder. So currently they have no plans on changing the restaurant's name. If you do, I got some other names. Maybe they'll take on another polarizing figure. Justin Trudeau's been kind of contentious lately. Turn the restaurant into a donut shop. Justin True Donuts. Nice. How about Ted Cinnamon Bundy's? Ooh, oh, nice. Yeah. You can smell it all the way from the other side of the mall. Yeesh. Beer shops. They sell beer from all over the world. Yeah. Name it after our premiere, Premier Chug Ford. Yes. Yes. Bucca beer, too. Fidel Cast Rotinis. Mm. Pasta place. Cuban and Italian. Yeah, it'd be good. Or Kim John Union Burger. Ooh, yeah. They could sell fried chicken. Name it after the MPP for Huron Bruce, Greesa Thompson researchers hoping to find the rightful owner of a USB stick after it was found in frozen seal poop. Yeah. A seal ate a thumb drive, and they found the thumb drive in the poop. Does a thumb drive work? Actually, and ironically, it contains a video of playful sea lions. Yeah, that's interesting. Did the seal shoot the video? I don't know, maybe. Almost like the seal was saying, if you're going to throw your crap into the ocean, my home, I'm going to put your things from your home in my crap. This is actually a job. There's a network of volunteers that walk around collecting seal crap. Can you imagine if that was your job? There were worse jobs. What do you do? I collect seal crap and freeze it. Be a town counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was walking right? around Godrich. Matt found a thumb drive. And I, I remember when you found this thing, you were so worried about it. Where were you when you found that thumb drive? Where were you walking? Oh, just walking about Godrich. I'm not going to say. Not gonna say exactly I'm not going to say exactly where. Okay, so Matt was walking about Godrich And you're being purposely vague because you found some really <laughs> up stuff on this thumb drive. Yeah, I was walking around, saw a thumb drive, and I thought, well, I-, I should probably put it in my computer and then try and find the rightful owner. What if there's somebody's wedding photos or something on it? Yeah, there? you found a thumb drive out in a public area, and you wanted to see what was on it. You shoved it in your thumb drive in your computer. Yeah. And what did you find? And there was, let's just say there was some bondage pornographic (laughs) images, couple of them popped up and I I quickly got it out of my computer thinking, oh my gosh, what's this going to do to my computer? Do you want to be specific? No, I'm not going to be specific. Plus, I felt very uncomfortable viewing these, thinking, oh, my God, this could be my neighbor. I kept it around for a bit because I was thinking, well, maybe I'll bring it in here and show you. But I felt so uncomfortable about this because it was just so uh, local. Yeah. Yeah. And, it could have been somebody you knew. And so, and then I quickly disposed of it because I'm thinking the kids will often go into my computer, grab whatever USBs available there to throw their documents or something for school on it. Could accidentally see this stuff. Oh, it's so f-ed up. It was bizarre. I wish you brought that in, I dude. Know, I, I know, I know. I wish you brought it. Yeah. And I remember the day you told me you tossed it and I was so mad. You wanted to see it. I was it. purposely kind of mad at you. I was like, oh, I wanted to see that. Yeah. That local porn thumb drive. I wanted to see what was on it, but you said it was it was some leather porn. Yeah, it was, it was kind of sketchy. Everyone's allowed to do yeah. what they want to do, but... Uh, oh, we're not judging. It just wasn't what I was expecting. We're not judging, but it's a good lesson if you're going to do some leather bondage porno stuff and you're going to photograph it, which, again, is fine, and you're going to put it on a thumb drive, which, again, fine. Make sure when you're walking in the wilderness that you don't drop that thumb drive because some radio jock... Innocent radio jock... ...is going to find it, and he's going to talk about it on the radio. Radio. It was traumatic for me. It was traumatic. Matt's still shaking. <laughs> Yeah, I was out walking the dog yesterday and I thought to myself, wow, I live here. This is such a hostile environment to humanity, really. You don't live in a volcano. We don't notice this so much. We got electricity. We got nice warm houses with heating sources. So you're walking the dog having these thoughts. Here's a question. How high were you when you were having them? <laughs> like, whoa, dude, we have heating. Whoa. We have houses that make warm air. Okay, no, I was just extremely thankful. Top of those surveys for quality of life. If we sent photos of what was going on outside of our windows to other countries who are way down on the list, they would think, they must be crazy. That's quality of life. And then you remember, you know, we got free health care. We feel safe. Good beer. Access to opportunity. Pure maple syrup. And federally regulated marijuana. It makes that five months of torture with the winter all worthwhile. God bless us, everyone. Lord of the Rings director Peter Jackson is collaborating with the two remaining Beatles, Paul and Ringo, in case you didn't know that. Yeah. It'll be the ultimate fly-on-the-wall experience. He says, there's 55 hours of previously unreleased footage showing the Beatles recording the Let It Be album in 1969. We always hear about all the fights... During the recording of that album, and they broke up a few months after that. Apparently, it's nothing but good times in this footage. Well, they were all probably stoned. Probably. Peter Jackson doesn't have a title yet for the movie, but since he directed The Lord of the Rings, I say bring the two things together. How about Lord of the Ringos? Nicely done. Yeah. While, While the Eye of Sauron gently weeps? Yes. Could be a good one. I am the Hobbit. Nicely done. Aragorn Rigby. Or Orkladi, da, mm. life goes on. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Did you know what you wanted to do with your life at 23? Goodness, no. I often hear this from my own kids. They start to get down on themselves because like, I don't know what I want to be in life. Neither do I, son. I don't think anyone really hardly ever does. My 20-year-old actually wants to uh, renovate a van and live in a van, live the van life. It's all right. And he's not talking about living in Vancouver. He's talking about living in a van. This is something that a lot of Gen Zers want to do. At 23, a lot of famous people didn't know what they wanted to be either. So that's okay. J.K. Rowling was broke. She didn't come up with Harry Potter till she was 25. She's sitting on a train in 1990 and thought the whole thing up. And what? who's ever heard of Harry Potter aside from everyone? Incredible. She's a billionaire. Tina Fey... She was working at the YMCA when she was 23. Nice. Yeah, hadn't figured it out yet. Oprah, just been fired as a TV reporter. Walt Disney had just declared bankruptcy. So it's okay to feel lost. Just don't give up. Just keep going. You never know where life will lead you. I was working part-time. I worked at the Budweiser Gardens in London. I was that monkey. that You know how you go to a concert at an arena, and then when the lights go off, everybody's like, "Woo!" I was the monkey that turned the lights off. You were responsible for the woo. Yeah, but then I was also the monkey that turned the lights back on and everybody knew to clear out of the arena You must have felt powerful Oh, I felt godlike To wield that kind of power over people What were you doing at 23? I was freshly married, pursuing a career in rock stardom How did that turn out? Good, (laughs) we had some good years I ended up here at Country (laughs) 104.9, so obviously it turned out miserable The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast.